This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, happy summer day to you. Here we are, the middle of July, which is stunning for me to even comprehend. But I think I say that as each month progresses. Well, I'm going to go solo today, and here's one of the things we're going to do. This is going to be kind of the hot tip show. I always reel off so many different ideas when I do workshops, um, when I'm talking in small groups. But I thought I'd put together just a boatload of tips. So they're going to be writing tips, they're going to be design tips, they're going to be publishing tips, they'll be marketing tips. They're really going to be get off your tush tips Um, and really to get going and thinking of of different areas of different ideas. So and there's no I'm, I'm going to be mixing and matching. So don't think they're going to come in any specific order. They're not alphabetized. But what can I say? You know, I will share with all of you that we had just a fabulous, fabulous book publishing um, unplugged event last month. And when I do it again next year, I only do this event once a year. It's always in June. It's always in Denver. And it's a two day, just an intensive event with me and includes hot seats and just moving your forward and ahas. This last year, there was so much laughter. I, I just don't know what generated all of it, but people just had an incredibly, incredibly good time. Our next book publishing, not book publishing, but book marketing unplugged, which will be another two-day intensive just with me here in Denver. And the dates are going to be um, October 18th and 19th. And if you're inter- if you want to move your book forward, if you really want to get into hands-on, uh, purposeful, intuitive, uh, and practical, and how-to marketing that gets results. You want to come to Book Publishing, Book Marketing, Unplugged. Dates are October 18th and 19th. All the details are on the uh, events page on thebookshepherd.com. With that, let's start in with tips. And it's not going to be 10 tips, 20 tips. Oh, we're going to have over 50 tips for you to go through. So let's start with time. Um, It's always the one thing that authors tell me I need more of. How do I get more of? I just need it. Um, And I think what's important to say is, you know, you can do a lot yourself, but you can also hire someone to do things that you don't want to do or you can't do or you don't know how to do or you don't have the skill set at least yet to do. So one of the little exercises I like to do is just really look at, okay, so what do I love? What do I like? What are the things I love to do? What are the things I like to do? What are the things that I uh, can do but I'd rather not do? And then the fourth column is, what do I not want to do? Or there's no freaking way I want to learn how to do. All right, so 
tell all the goodies in and play. Like, you know, I do like to market and I actually have a great time doing it. So that's going to be in one of my love. So it's not going to go in. I'm not going to do it. Doesn't mean I don't get help. So you've got to use your strengths and hire out to shore up your weaknesses. I have a full-time virtual assistant who works for me. She's based overseas, and she does a lot of my social media push-outs. I write it all, but she does all the push-outs. She does all the follow-up. She lets me know when something needs my attention. It saves me mega hours every day. So one, time. Find out what you want to do, what you don't want to do, what you need to learn to do, and what you just absolutely refuse to do. And then you assign that accordingly. Next tip is um, it comes to money. Don't kiss it off. So it's important for you to be realistic to what you can afford and what you can't. You know, you can't. we can't all do Rolls Royces. But, you know, a Chevy may just be the right version of it. You don't need to spend $5,000 for a book cover. There are some awesome ones that are well, well, well under $1,000. And a lot of times when your book cover designer is the same as the interior designer, they usually cut a deal. So be smart. Work within a budget or a financial spending plan for you and your book. Number three tip is all about goals. I think it's so essential to be realistic. Is your book really, I mean, really a New York Times bestseller? Or is it a book that can create branding? Maybe build on your expertise. Add your credibility. Be a lead magnet. Make you a go-to media person person with books that are strategically positioned. That should be the goal. Really, to position yourself as really the go-to person, as part of your brand, to bring in business, to add to your consulting, to get the media's attention, if you're after it just for the money, you may be into it for a really rude awakening. Oh, money can come in, but it could be one of those domino factors. And it may come from one of the tentacles that comes out from your book that brings in areas on that. All right. Here's a good one. How about your ego? Um, and it's, it's important to keep it in check. Uh, I, I think that uh, I, I had a, a client of mine who was contacted by Oprah to be on her show. And I said, your book's not ready. And she says, but it's Oprah. And I said, I get it. But you don't have your book. You aren't going to have your book for several months. But it's Oprah. I said, I get that. And I've been on Oprah several times. I get that. But if you don't have the product in hand, the odds of you being asked back when that book is ready, ain't going to happen ain't going to happen. So be realistic. Be realistic. And the other side of the ego also deals with authors who tell me, oh, well, my book belongs in every bookstore. That's another really for me. No, it doesn't. Now, maybe in some bookstores, but here's what you need to understand. You want that book on that front shelf, new arrivals. You want your book in the window which is kind of exciting when that happens, especially with some of the smaller indie bookstores. It can happen much more than with a big, big branded one like a Barnes & Noble or Books A Million. How do you make that happen? Well, you need to check that ego behind. Actually, a lot of those books buy their way into it. You need to understand it. But you need to befriend the book people and, and show them that your book has real value, that it really earns, earns 
the power of a presence somewhere where it's highly visible and do that. And, and the other thing is, should every bookstore have your book or any bookstore? So if you want your books in the book, this is where you have to ask yourself, is it because my ego says I will be validated if my book's in a bookstore? Uh, it's in the Amazon bookstore. It can be on, on multiple online bookstores. It's on your website. That's kind of a, a buy button. That's a little bookstore. What is it that you want in there? And is it your ego talking that it wants in the bookstore? If it is, acknowledge it and then create the game plan to drive people to that bookstore or those bookstores and buy, 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 buy. It's that simple. You've got to re be realistic here. If you have a book that there is a lot of books out on that topic, the first one that pops to mind in the nonfiction area would be uh, in business and specifically leadership. And every time I get a new leadership book in, I think, do we really need another leadership book? Or does this have kind of a nifty, unique presentation to it? Does it have a unique twist to it? A little bit different flavor. So you want to make sure that your book has a fresh voice. And you've got the backup, the references, the research, the storytelling capability, really, literally, the credentials to support it, but with a twist. So there can be a whole bunch of clone books out here, and there will be. There will be so many other books like your books. What is your book with a twist? Now, when it comes to covers, books are judged by their cover. They're judged by their layout, and they're definitely judged by their title. So how's yours fare up? And that I think it's really important to recognize that most people have the attention span of less than a goldfish, which, by the way, is eight seconds. So when you do a seven-second look at a book, you've got to really make sure that bang, 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 it grabs the cover, the image, the uh, the title. Is it short? Uh, it, it would be smart if it would be eight letters. That seems to have more attention pull than a three-letter word, one title. Does the subtitle, if it has a subtitle, does it tell what the book is about? So it has a keyword, at least one in there. And for the media, they love quirky. They love snappy, sassy, salty. Um, and so they're looking for titles that gets their attention that's simple, snazzy, appealing, and usable, not to them, but to their consumer. And remember, your titles are for your consumer. They're not for you. Your cover's for the consumer. I want you to like it, but they're not for you. Always make sure that you keep that in mind. And then tying into that, make sure that on your cover, that there is only uno, that means one, one focus point. One of the common mistakes that too many newbie authors make is they want to have all these illustrations, all these images, all these concepts thrown on their cover if they're going to have images. Nope. Narrow it down so it's focus, focus, focused. And there's only one thing that pulls in. You know, first it goes from the eye. Then it goes to maybe the image or maybe the image is the pull-in, and then they read the title, and then they go to it. That's the most important thing. Understand that in the process as you go forward here. 
All right. It's Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. We'll be right back with lots more tips. I'm Judith Bryles. is your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles and we'll be right back with more great information right after these is there a book in you or another author you shows you how to create develop and publish your book without being hoodwinked if you already have a book out you will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative no matter where you live author you brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author you extravaganza it has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics through author you's extensive network Members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. Author Use, the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author You is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms, and it is free. Discover Author You, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author You today at authoryou.org. First impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop sizzle and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience and your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand nick selinger of nz graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts with over 20 years of experience in graphic design he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need such as posters banners postcards one sheets business cards logos and more visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how nz graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be that's nzgraphics.com Are you confused about publishing options? Do you know which printing option is best for your book? Does your stomach flip when you think about selling books? Or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so. Or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand and platform, and is a success, a bestseller. It is your choice. You choose. If you want author and publishing success, you want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and easing at thebookshepherd.com. 
Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, my eighth tip is to remind you all that, you know what, endorsements aren't everything. And and that really is the truth. A lot of people think I need a gazillion divorce, um, endorsements. They'll bring me in book covers of books that are published with nothing but endorsements on the back. And that I said, do you think they know all these people? And they say, well, I don't know. I said, usually the publisher asks some of their authors to do that. But the reality is, this is, besides your cover to pick up, your back cover is such expensive real estate. Why wouldn't you want to put in marketing tips um, and, 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 and solutions, bullet points, or, or you know some kind of writing, bullet points, maybe even a call out that will pop out so the readers really think, ah, this solves my problem. I'm going to get this book if it's nonfiction, or this is amazing storytelling. The reality is an endorser, unless it is well known to the consumer and tied in with the theme of the book, is really almost worthless. You're better off putting them in the front cover right before the title page where it says people are talking or praise or something positive about how people are glowing about your book. So I would, you know, usually take a pass on this, move them on the inside. The next tip deals with book tours. In the old days, like when you know I first started publishing in the 80s, book tours were really common. Now, they're the thing of the past. Um, you could put together a virtual tour. You could do an email tour, a radio tour, a satellite tour. Uh, and you could also do something like some of the traditional tours if you are traveling and you do an add-on in the city. For example, when I'm down in Houston, in October, I will be doing a special all-day unplugged event on October 4th in Houston for authors, and then I will be doing the keynote for the Indie Palooza event at Rice University on October 5th. Right? We will be adding on maybe a bookstore or two, um, or even a church, Why I'm there as an add-on. Normally, I wouldn't be doing that. I would be doing it in a remote status. Next up is to understand there taint no guarantees. Media professionals can't guarantee you a spot on Good Morning America or Today or, or The View or Ellen. No one can guarantee you that unless they are the head booker. And they could cancel at the last minute, which does happen, by the way. That's called breaking news. Uh, so that when you're dealing with PR companies, publicity companies, uh, you have to be very careful of what I call phony or faux promises. There aren't any guarantees when you engage a publicist of what they can do and what they can't do. What they should do is the best they can. Next up, uh, what, should you have a press kit? Yep, you should. And it belongs, a, a uh, electronic one belongs on your website. You should have a media tab, next tip, on your website. Uh, and then within that, in your press kit, you will have releases, you'll have a bio, you might, uh, I would suggest you create a Q&A &A for a host, a producer can pull down for a host to ask you questions. 
Um, maybe any story angles, any factoids or trivia that can be used, but definitely you want to make sure that you have those elements in there. Make sure also your picture is up. I think it's always a good idea. My next tip is deals with bookstores. Get to know who's in your region, your community. Get, get to become friends with them. They like local authors. So never un undersell that. And especially independent bookstores, they don't have any problem. You're not with a major distributor if you're publishing it on your own and bringing you in. And, and that ties in with this tip. Get to know your libraries because they will do library events. And my experience is that libraries will let you sell your books. They, you know, you handle all the, the transactions. And next tip, make sure you leave some books with them as a thank you. Um, following up, uh, I think it's important and when we're, we flip back over to the media that make sure you study the media. If you're trying to get on a show, watch it, pay attention to it, and Make sure you look at the stay for the credits. So I would record. Look for who the producers are. Sometimes they'll say segment producers for the talk-related shows, um, or they may just have in general. That's who you write to. You write directly to them. Find out what their their website is. You can go through there. Snail mail works. You're sending your book. So you want to make sure that you do that area. And the next tip involves the media. Make sure that you, you know, it's hard to get on GMA and Today and all those things. It's hard to be featured in the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Los Angeles Times, USA Today. Start within your state. My homework assignment for you would be to go through, just pull down your state, and track down every local, and I'm going to, this is print I'm talking about. I want you to get the throwaway uh, little magazines and the and the newsletters um, and and the print and and lots of cities still do little guys because they get their money from advertisers that they put them out and they distribute them all over the place. Some mail them, some do a throwaway, uh, throw out where they you know deliver them like regular newspapers to locations. Some of them have them located in cafes and places like Starbucks and and you know those kind of outlets, bookstores libraries. Find out who all they are. Look on the sidebar that has the who's who and find out how to submit articles to them. And and you never know. They like to feature the local author. So do an announcement. Now, next tip, create a press release and start doing regular ongoing press releases. It could be that you're, you know, researching, you're, you're going to Ireland to research your next book, make a press release. It could be maybe you win a book award, make a press release. It could be that you have published your, your next book, make a press release. Get into a habit of pushing these out. Just local author, Colorado, I'm in Colorado, Colorado author, I did one, Colorado author wins eight national book awards. It got picked up on the online edition as well as the print edition. You never know. All right? You never know. Next up, how about what you look like when you're on video or what you sound like when you are on a podcast or radio? Study yourself, your mannerisms, your facial expressions, um, your listening pose. 
um, on video. Listen to a tape of yourself being interviewed. You want to practice some sound bites. And, 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 <laughs> this is a huge tip. Make sure that you know your, your names of your hosts. And when I was in, anytime I'm being interviewed, I actually will have pen and paper in front of me ready to take any notes, including at the top of it, I write my host's name because it's easy to stumble. It's easy to forget. If it's a call-in show, I would always write down uh, the name of the caller and maybe, you know, a word for what the topic is, the question I'm being asked about. Um, That way I can refer back to him or her during it. All right. Next up is it's really important for you to, if you don't have a website, it's a must-have. Just do it. If you have a website that's more than a few years old, I think you probably might want to look at it as a possible makeover candidate. Is it still contemporary? Are you still crazy about the colors? Do you like the banner? Hey, tip, do you have a slogan or a tagline underneath your name? Is your website tip in your name? Um, I know a lot of authors get told, well, you get the domain for the title of your book. Yes, I think that's a good idea. Then the tip is you redirect it to your primary website. So you only have one that you're playing off of. Make it easy for yourself. Otherwise, you're going to go cuckoo. And on your website, you want to look, I want to see your name. I mean, you're the brand. You're the player. You're the top dog here. That's really where I'd like to go. So if you can do that, I would be all over it and and have that. And then, you know, come up with something that ties in a keyword. You can play around with something like a slogan generator or you can go to the Google and you can look up where other um, slogans can be, taglines can be, and just see what you come up with because it should reinforce what you have. For example, I'm the book shepherd. You'll see my name, Judith Bryles, but the the website's The Book Shepherd. But if you go to judithbryles.com, it'll go there. If you go to bryles.com, it'll go there. If you just go to Plain Jane Book Shepherd, it goes to my website. They all get redirected. So I could be one of anything. Underneath, but I branded as The Book Shepherd. Underneath that, it's creating practical publishing advice and guidance for authors. That's my tag. That's what I do. What do you do? Get that underneath yours. That's just a smart thing to go with on that. And um, make sure that you, on your website, uh, if you have an unusual name, get misspellings of it because, as you know, people spell all different ways. And if your name is, you know, Ann Johnson, maybe you, if you can get A-N-N-E uh, besides A-N-N, if that's the name. Now, most likely, if your name is Ann Johnson, that name is taken. Maybe you get Ann Johnson Author or Ann Johnson Books or Ann Johnson Publishing. Something that brings it all in together. That's going to keep it into your territory. You're claiming it, which is what this is all about. It's Author You, your guide to book publishing. We'll be right back with more tips. This is 
is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged event. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the Events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972. They believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All righty, more tips coming up. And so with that said, I'm just going to jump right in and talk about uh, how about doing some teleseminars and webinars? You can tape them every week. You can do them live. You can do them every other week. You could do them once a month, but I think you lose a lot of traction. But this is a great way. If, if Whatever your information expertise is, you can just do open lines. You send, send out an announcement out to everyone on your email list. Join me for blah, 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 blah. There's plenty of, of sites that will give you a trial that you could test it out with. 
but, uh, but you know, I use for my, all my webinars, I used GoToWebinar, but I know that there's a trial basis that you could try it for like 30 days and you could load up. I mean, heck, you could tape a whole bunch and then spread them out, make your copies. But take advantage of this kind of thing because people listen a variety of ways. You know, whether it's face-to-face, whether they listen to you, listen on the radio, where through earbuds. Earbuds, of course, are hugely popular and are growing like crazy. Um, my next tip really involves with dealing with gurus. You, you need to follow certain people. And, and for publishing, for example, uh, there's something called publisherslunch.com. And this is created that you can just see what's going on in the marketplace. Um, if marketing, I'm a huge fan of John Kramer, bookmarket.com. Uh, I think that for o- around, over around publicity, there's Joan Stewart's felicityhound.com. There's just so many tips, little tidbits that you can pull off that make your life so much easier, whether it's publicity, whether it's marketing, whether it's just what's going on in the publishing industry, that I'd really recommend that you follow it um, and pay attention to that. All right. What about book reviews? Should you or shouldn't you? Yep, you should. So um, that the book reviews can be very effective and they're not always the best way to go. So uh, that's the kind of the maybe side in between. Um, it's always awesome to be featured in a paper or an op-ed authored by you. The review sections for papers are often a one man or a one woman operation and they're really difficult um, to get their attention of. So that's for the main things, but back to the local paper that I suggested, you know, in a previous segment on this show, your local papers could be your best friend. I mean, they could make you a star and that would be very exciting. So now Amazon, that's a different thing. That's a different animal. Anybody that you give a copy of your book to, uh, a book, your book to, you take their name and their email and you're now going to hound them until they put something up. Now, Amazon has some um, algorithm oddball robotic rules. And one of them is that if you live in the same household, those people can't post a review. If you're coming from the same IP, if they can, they can track, you know, the IPs of computers coming in, uh, they're going to bump it out. If you possibly have the same last name or they figure out that you're family, that's going to get bumped. And um, we're finding that if somehow you're connected on social media or somehow out there, they're going to bump it. So here's kind of the trick. And I know Amazon's not listening, so I'm not going to worry. Here's the trick. I I can't post for so many people. So I write up the review. I send it to someone else who has a different name than I do, who lives in a different city and obviously works on different computers. And she posts my reviews as her. So we have agreement that this is what we will do. It's the only way that I can support so many of the authors that I work with that I want to give. I mean, I bought the book. I'm a verified reviewer, but I can't post it. Because they've acknowledged me in the book um, or something like that. So you want to go for book reviews. And now saying that book reviews, let me add on another little tidbit. This is for pre-marketing. This is for spy work here, doing a little espionage. That you want to go onto Amazon 
and look at all your comparable authors in your genre, all your what you think would think would be competitive. And you're going to read the one to two star reviews. You don't care about the three, four and five. All you're after is one and two. And you're looking for why people are dinging them. What does the book lack? What is it missing? What does it need more of? What did the author screw up when they wrote the book? What, what, what? And when you work on your own book, you don't want to, you know, you want to include it if something's in an admission, if it's appropriate. Um, and if there are glaring errors, um, you want to make sure that you don't stumble upon them too. Now I'm going to give you a caveat. There was one person who was uh, posted just really an ugly review, and we didn't know where it came from for one of my clients. And we went in and, and did the click who this reviewer is, and you can see what the other review, they dinged everybody. They were like a troll. So we complained to Amazon, and the review came down. So sometimes there's just ugly people out there, and let's we can just recognize it. But what we're saying is that if they're legitimate lacking something's missing here something went amiss then what you want to do is make sure that you don't go amiss but you can take advantage of that and then think about your marketing you can you can gloat that your book includes that especially if you saw repeated comments as saying you know why didn't it have this in it that kind of thing so that that tip now the other thing is moving moving on, and it just ties a lot in with marketing, which is really essential, is that can you tell me if I say, you know, hi, George, you know, tell me about your book. You can do it in 15 seconds or less, which is better. Can you do it? One of the problems is people will start in. Well, my book was written when I was doing this and it's and the, and then they give the title and it's about. They've already wasted half the time. You've got to really get in and be able to do a comparison and make it really succinct, going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, so that they it will evoke that you, you have a hook. You're going to make a statement with a hook. Now, the tip to help you with this, and I do this in my book publishing, Unplugged. I give everybody a copy. I save them all year long. I take the New York Times. And I save all the book review sections that comes out on Sunday. And what I do is I have everyone turn to the back. because They're all going to be different, right? But, but the format that the Times uses with their bestseller list, and they have a gazillion bestseller list that people are not aware of. But they have the title of the book, and they have one line. That's it. One line, often 10 words or less, of what... The essence of this book is about. That's what you're going for here. Get it tight, succinct. You bring it together really fast. So people will say, ah, you know, I'm interested. Tell me more. That's the goal here. So, um, and, and then you, you have that. Now, the also, this, this is, has a timing tip cue that when you write your marketing copy, you need to also go back and review it because, you know, books last. You may have a wonderful evergreen book and it's going to be around for a long time. Have you gone back in 
and re maybe re-update it. Maybe have some comparisons. Maybe there's a new hot movie that you can coattail onto. Or maybe there's been some really amazing news out here that, that has been breaking for quite a while that you can do some morphing and hook onto it. And maybe write a press release. Maybe shoot it out. Maybe recontact media and try to make these things work. So those are things that you can do to make that happen. So timing. Always make sure that you go back to that. All right, topical PR. Um, one of the things that I would recommend you all do, my tip here is make sure you have the USA Today app on your mobile. Uh, you can, you can if, you, if you travel at all, you very can quickly can find out. Go to that little section that says, you know, over there, it's always one page in the USA Today that what's happening in every state, and you can have that and you can pull that in. Um, and but USA Today and then wherever I'm traveling, I always make sure that I would download or try to tap into it anyway, the local news. So I'd have a feeling of what's going on when I got into a town, especially if I had media involved um, or I had a speaking gig. And that always made a di big difference. My next tip is a very fun tip. Hey, how about holidays? One of the great things about America, there's a holiday every day of the week. Every day of the week, every week of the year, every month of the year. All right. So what holiday could you tap dance with? Could you tie on to? You could tie your book to a national holiday. Um, February is Black History Month. March is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, it's also in uh, uh, October. Uh, Women's Health Month comes in uh, September. Uh, Women's Health Month, History Month is February. You know, April's got the National Autism Month. There's all kinds of health-related things. There's also goofy holidays that you can tap into. And then you've got the standard ones, whether it's the 4th of July, Memorial Day, Labor Day. Uh, there's Easter. There's, you know, Hanukkah. There's everything that you can tap into that you could, you know, check out that. What's going on that maybe you could create a poster around, you could write a blog about. Um, and also, by the way, don't forget weird holidays. I love weird holidays. I have 365 posters that we have made on weird holidays, whether it's potato chip day, whether it's love your lasagna day, whether it's giveaway zucchini day. Let me tell you, there's a holiday for it. And you can also go to chase, C-H-A-S-E dot com and check out their holidays. All right, more. We're coming back again for one more segment and more great tips. This is Judith Bryles. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The Book Shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. 
publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR, perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types including side sewing we provide warehousing kitting distribution inventory management a new print on demand facility streaming browser based ebooks and bookstore call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project you can also visit our website at www.tps1.com welcome back your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask if you want to write and publish a book if you want to be successful as an author your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask is for you stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics scenarios and strategies on what to do now to get you published so let's get back to the show and here again is your host dr judith briles All righty, tips, tips, tips. We're, we're actually over 30 now, if you can believe that. All right, so one of the things I think which is really great to do, um, if you want to goose up your writing, this usually it can happen either with fiction or nonfiction, but how about doing a survey? It could be on a location if you're doing fiction and going into, you know, what are the hottest things going on for locales and put it out to your social media fans and bring it in that you might want to interject it in in your writing, given the location that you're looking at. For nonfiction, that there are always things that you can do. And again, social media can be helpful here if you've got some channels or you've got other people who have contacts um, and can get out surveys and for people to take and do. But they will goose up uh, your support as an authority, credibility, add to your expertise. When you do media, you can say, when I did the national survey, these are the key components we found. They can be very, very helpful. And if you tie in interviews with that, I'm telling you, there are just hidden gems that can come out with people when you go through this. And that uh, so many of the stories that I've used in my, oh my gosh, 37 books now that I've written have come totally, um, almost blindsided in some areas. I never saw them coming, but they became essential elements in my writing. So interviewing people is can be an awesome way to pick up. Um, that How about knowing about word of mouth? Don't be afraid to ask people to shout out about you. And, and you want to get the word about your upcoming book or what's currently newing or what you're, you know, what you're working on or your launch or whatever it is. You start telling people you meet 
um, and where appropriate. And, and one of the things that we see all the time is that so many authors think that they can't reach out to people until after they have a physical book in hand. And that is wrong, wrong, wrong. You can do a write-up about a forthcoming book. You can create a flyer with your book cover on it and start taking orders before they come. You can reach out and you need to understand if, you, if your intent is to speak to groups on it. They book not weeks in advance. It's usually months, many, many, many months, sometimes years in advance. They want to know. And if you've got a book that will be you know, launching about a time of a conference that you know, you're still working on, why wouldn't you want to pitch it? Um, for them to consideration, I mean, the thought is having a hot new book at that time when it's just coming out, you never know. The fact is you never know, so you want to know. Next up, you want to ask other authors what worked. You know, always, you know, don't reinvent the wheel. You can mimic or slightly tweak other people's success um, and techniques and make them your all. And then make sure, next tip, ask them what didn't work. Always good to know. It's important to create a one sheet about you as the author, a one sheet about your book, and a one sheet, you know, for a guest alert to send to the media. You would add that to your media page. On it, you would have factoids, questions to ask, little tips, all your contact information. Um, then, and I also mentioned earlier that you want to make sure that you create a Q&A, snappy, a snappy Q&A. Um, and here the tip involved in that is maybe, you, you know, seven to ten questions that you can be asked. Now, I put parens after my questions. And what I say to, to what I'm saying to the host with that is I may have 90 seconds. I can answer this in 90 seconds or less. All right. I could have three minutes. I need at least three minutes. So as a host is coming to the top of the hour, the bottom of the hour, wherever they're trying to fill space, they may be looking at that sheet of paper and thinking, okay, I've got about three minutes. I can ask this and this, and I fill my time, right? So help them out. Make it really easy peasy. Um, next tip is make sure you have a blog and do it. My, my advice is to do it weekly. If you do it any more often, you're going to go cuckoo. Um, and if you do it any more or less, it's going to become random and you start losing the engagement with your followers. When you do create a blog, the next tip is make sure that you take the link to the blog on your website, which is where it should be landing, and then you push it out through social media with a little line, uh, what it's about. Make sure you include the different hashtags of it. Make sure that you think about creating some um, catchy phrases, maybe some unique uh, words. Media loves items that have a twist, a different flavor. Almost anything out of the norm always has a flavor to it. And then I think it's important for you to really learn about Amazon. If you haven't got your, as soon as you have a book available on Amazon, make sure that you create an author central account. And now you're going to hook in your book to the central account. You can hook your blog into the central account. You can add in videos to your central account. You can add in images to your central account. And if you need help, which we all do at times, you can click contact me and Amazon will call you. Okay. So that's always smart to have on your, that's, that's kind of a, a secret sauce. A lot of people don't realize and they don't take advantage of. 
Um, so I'm going to recommend that. If you are thinking about some uh, books that you should have on your shelf, I'm going to mention several of them, including yours truly, my own. So I think that you should have that my book, uh, at several of my books, of course, like you know, How to Avoid 101 Book Publishing Blunders, Bloopers, and Boo-Boos. I actually sent out over 30 copies of that book to individuals who contacted me via email uh, in the last 24 hours, which is kind of crazy. Um, but that is a really an essential. My new book, How to Create a Million Dollar Speech, one comma oh 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 oh, is uh, it gives you all the secret sauce I've done over 30 years of public speaking to really be successful. That I had a full time living just with my words and with my mouth, and you can do that too. So, how to create a million dollar speech is highly, highly recommended. John Kramer's book, 1001 Ways to Market Yourself, all kinds of tips, and make sure that you subscribe to his blog on uh, thebookmarket.com. Richard Riemann's book, The Author's Guide to Audiobook Creation. If you go to the uh, website, Audiobook Revolution, you can download the entire book for free. So what the heck? Penny Sansevieri's Red Hot Internet Publicity is excellent. Updated often. She also has How to Sell Books by the Truckload on Amazon. Uh, if you're thinking about doing a traditional run, trying to get with the attention of a traditional publisher, I'd highly recommend Michael Larson and Jody Rhine's How to Write a Book Proposal. It's uh, the fifth edition. It's, it's really excellent. And here's one other thing, another tip inside of that is that that book um, is I, I'm a big believer in writing book proposals where it gives you a short abstract. It gives you a content. It gives you. Uh, maybe a mini description of each chapter inside. Maybe there's a sample chapter. There'll be a bio about why you're the hot thing you are and why you're writing this book. And it gives a marketing plan, which is essential. Marketing plan. How are you going to get this baby out once it comes out? And it also identifies your competitors. All those things go in a book proposal. So I just recommend that book. I am a huge fan of, of the, the work and the legacy of Stephen King. Um, in fact, I nominated him for the Colorado Authors Hall of Fame. And so that, um, and I have to notify he's been being inducted, but his book on writing is so excellent, so excellent that I would get it. You'll read about, you know, how he started, the things that he did, but he has just awesome tips on writing. Then there is a wonderful new book. Cynthia Morris has a new book out called The Busy Woman's Guide to Writing. In fact, I did a, uh, in, in before summer came about in 2019, I did a terrific interview with Cynthia on writing. And it's called The Busy Woman's Guide to Writing. Doesn't forget about the woman thing. Um, it works for everyone. And then for my fiction authors who are listening in, um, that I think that these set of books are absolutely the cat's meow and are essential, essential. I just wish I knew about them a long time ago. And they are the, I call them the Tothorosis. And there's the emotional Tothorosis, the negative trait Tothorosis, the positive trait Tothorosis, the rural setting Tothorosis, the urban setting Tothorosis, the emotional amplifiers, the emotional one Wound to Thoris, all available at Amazon. 
It will change your writing life. Now, for fiction, for nonfiction, for fiction for sure, but for nonfiction, should you be looking at these? You betcha. Because I'm a big believer in putting stories into nonfiction. So um, these are on my shelf. Um, I just have, uh, you know, I always have interns that work with me. And I, when I sat down to put together a mentoring program for my newest intern uh, this afternoon, that literally I said, these are must-have books. You know, I would be getting and adding these to perk up your writing. And then I think that the, the last couple is that, you know, don't lose your sense of humor. Don't lose your sense of humor that you, um, people love to laugh at you and they love to laugh with you. And, you know, one of the things that we had at the book publishing Unplugged in June, we had so much laughter in the room. I mean, it was amazing what people said on their evaluations that they had the best of the best time. They didn't realize they could have so much fun while they learned. So laughter, be humorous. And then last time, uh, my last little tip here is be nice. And if you're doing any media, don't be a pissy guest. (laughs) The word spreads. So my keeper, as I wrap up here, we've gone through over close to 50 tips in this last hour, is that I don't want you to wait for your 15 minutes of fame via an obituary. Start while you're alive. Your book is a terrific resource, a a terrific door opener. And as you're publishing and writing, make sure how essential it is, my final tip as we exit, is to really know who your market is. Target your market. You drill down to it. You niche it. Think of it as a funnel that the very end is where you go. It's so much easier to be the whale in the pond versus the sardine in the sea. I'm Judith Bryles. Have a great publishing day. We'll be with you next week. Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each week, a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take you, the author, to the next level. You'll learn tips and secrets on how to create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve book publishing success by making one very simple change in your book's journey. How to avoid the publishing predators. How to create an author and book platform that rocks. Learn how to make a living with your words and your books. Learn how to publish a book that has no regrets, and so much more. For more information, check out AuthorU.org, where authors who want to be seriously successful go. And Judith's website, TheBookShepherd.com. Then join us again here next week for more. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Brought to you by AuthorU and The Book Shepherd. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, on the Rockstar Radio Network. This is the Tokenet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge.